Welcome to LifeHouse Beloved Podcast. Uh, just to fill you in on what we're doing, for those of you who've been listening or who haven't been listening, um, a reminder for those who have and for those who haven't, we, I've got some of the LifeHouse ladies with me here tonight and we had some in the last podcast as well where I've just asked each of the girls to bring a scripture that you know is meaningful for them and just talk about their scripture. So I've got Debbie here. Hi. And Crystal. Hello. Sam. Hey. Olivia. Hello. And I'm Carolyn Thomas. So we'll kick right off with you, Liv. Okay. So the verse that I'm talking about um, is Isaiah 26, verse 3. And it is, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Often in life, I find that God likes to put us into situations where we feel we have no control. I know for me in my life, I find these times very challenging. I don't like to face the unknown. I like to have a plan worked out. I like to know that I can handle the situation. When I'm not sure that I can, I often find that my mind races with all sorts of thoughts. Have you ever had an attack of the what ifs? What if this happens (laughs) and then that? Or what if this happens? (laughs) I often find myself in this mindset wondering what if when nothing has even happened yet. My husband has said to me many times that I waste a lot of time (laughs) contemplating and worrying about events or scenarios that have not even happened yet or that are not true. Liv, can I just, um, (laughs) when you said that there, like I just resonate with that so much, wasting time on things that haven't happened and may not even ever happen. And there's a scripture that talks as well about sort of, um, you know, boxing like into the air or whatever. Yeah. So you just like aimlessly, you know, fighting things that aren't there or whatever. And so I love that that you said, and I can totally relate to that. Yeah, it's very, it takes a lot of energy. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's exhausting because you stress about what if this happens? Oh, and if that doesn't happen, what if this? Oh, what if that doesn't happen? Oh, you know, like I'm glad I'm not the only no. one. I need all of you to speak no, to David no, no. afterwards and show him I'm not a peculiar creature. <laughs> Because I work out every possible scenario and every permutation to have all oh, that covered. I, do it too. I even yeah. compose like little letters or what I would say in my head, <laughs> as in, I'm so angry about this, or I'm frustrated about this, or this is not right. And I end up going into an entire little spiel in my head of, no, I would phrase it this way, I would phrase oh, it that way. Yeah. And then I actually forget that I haven't said it sometimes yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you should feel better yeah. so your normal live yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you oh, yeah. i feel much better <laughs> yeah so sometimes i work myself up so much that i'll be in a complete panic um an example of this for me in my life where i've really struggled with this has been problems with my health in which there's been no quick fix or explanation my mind is often raced about um, wondering if it could be this, that, or the other making me feel unwell. I've also wondered why God won't just take away the discomfort instantly so that I can get on with my life. Wow, what a statement, right? <laughs> so that I can get on with my life. This is where I was pulled up by the Spirit. Whose life? Do you want to do things your way or God's way? Because if you were never put through these hard times or in a place where you felt you had no control, you would never learn to truly trust me. Yeah, that's so true. true. You know, I just uh, read a scripture as well this morning and underlined just what you're saying, like whose life, the scripture that says that if you want to, you know, if you keep your life, you will lose it. Yeah. But if you lose your life, then yeah. you're going to, you know, gain yeah. it. I always think of that. And yeah. everything that we have here is from God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly You right. know, like <laughs> the very breath and that you have. 
comes yeah. from God. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. what you said as well, like about trust, if we could see the blueprint, because I've asked many times for that, and I thank God that he hasn't given it to me because I reckon I would have backed out of going a lot of stuff. But, but if we have that and we know exactly how it's going to work out, then, as you said, we don't have to trust then. So that's the only way you learn trust is being in that point of you just reach the end of yourself. Hey? And it's only through those times of waiting and wondering that God actually is able to do some growing yeah. in yeah. certain areas. Um, you know, like you can't grow patience without having to need patience. Yeah. Mm. You know, you can't grow perseverance without having to need situations where you have to persevere. Yeah. You know, there's no I quick don't know fix. why it doesn't work. For a long time I prayed yeah. for patience. <laughs> you don't, and a long don't time pray I had to wait for it. <laughs> very, very, very afraid. For patience. Don't do it. And what you're saying about perseverance as well, and the scripture talks about let it do its work. Mm -hmm. You know, it needs that time because, as you say, it's not going to be perseverance if you don't have to persevere and push through. Well, it reminds me of the um, sometimes in the real world you've got things like I'm just thinking in my head, certain types of metals and um, substances, if they're not allowed the time to cool, they're actually not going to be hardened and they're going to be brittle and shatter. You know, if we don't have that, that time when we come under stress and strain later on, we're actually going to shatter. Yeah. We're not going to have the strength that God has mm. been mm. able to provide yeah. in us. Yeah. Exactly. Are we stealing all your thunder now? No. Exactly on point. Um, so God has been giving me this verse in Isaiah. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. I need to be kept in God's perfect peace and learn to have a mind that is steadfast in situations that I cannot control. Mm -hmm. But there is more to this passage than I first realized. Having perfect peace comes from salvation. In Isaiah 30 verse 15, it says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. Through repentance, we can now rest in the saving plan of Jesus Christ. True peace comes through recognizing and knowing and trusting that God will come through for us because he always comes through for his people and will continue to as part of his saving plan of salvation. Trust is truly knowing in your heart of hearts that God always comes through. Just realize it is not always the way we want or see fit. Once again, it is not my will, but his be done. And I think that's such an important point that you said there, Liv, that it's realizing it's not and usually it's not the way that we yeah. think or imagine and, and and that's where I think we often fall down you know because we'll mm-hmm. say we'll trust God and then if it doesn't work out the way that we thinking it should then you know that sort of sets us and, and what you were saying earlier about you know how your mind is like busy and you're worrying yeah. and anxious and then what you talked about then that scripture steadfast mind if you just mm-hmm. that word steadfast really stuck out to me you know something steadfast it's yeah. steady and it's the total opposite, isn't it, to that mind where it's jumping around and yep. worrying yep. and anxious. Yeah, yeah. That's I get it. the picture of um, something being anchored down in the midst of a storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, our mind in the midst of everything else God, that's going yeah. on is anchored down um, in the knowledge of who God is and the fact that he's got it all in control, even if we don't understand yeah. it. And that only happens as you have your, your mind fixed on him, hey? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it is going all over the place, blowing all over. Yeah. Yep. In the in the verses before your verse, it um it says we have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter. The nation that keeps faith, and then you will find you will keep 
imperfect peace those whose minds are steadfast and stuff. So when you're talking about that salvation, um, you know, <clears throat> I picture the steadfastness of his walls. Yeah. It's it's his, you know, he's made it. It's his thing that he allows us to come into and, and to be a part of and that we get to rely on him in that that's always going to be there for us. Mm. I thought that was cool. No, you're exactly right. Yep. Um, because that relates to the next verse that I found. Psalm 112 verse 5 also tells us that because of our righteousness or our right standing with God through Jesus Christ, our hearts are steadfast because we trust in the Lord. Mm. This trust is not a matter of sitting tight and hoping that everything will work out for the best. Yeah. Sometimes I get that impression when we so lovingly say to each other with the best of intentions, just trust in God and everything mm. will work out. Mm. No, it's not about knowing, um, sorry, no, it is about knowing that our trust in him is justified, assured, and that mm. there is no doubt in who he is and his mm. intentions. It is in that place that we have perfect peace. Mm. So whatever out-of-control situation you find yourself in, you can continue to flounder around meaninglessly, um, attempting to try and control it yourself in your mm. own strength, or you can realise that God is already in control. You can continue to let your mind race in panic and fear, or you can turn your thoughts and heart to praise instead that the Lord is good and, all, and has always and will always come through. And I like that what you said, it is really about knowing who he is, isn't yeah. it? Knowing that God is good all the time. And if you don't know that and if you don't believe that deep down, then you're not going to trust him, hey? Yeah. And um, just what you're saying as well there about, you know, not doing it in your own strength and worrying all of that. The antidote um, to that is thanksgiving. To worry, mm -hmm. I was just reading yeah. about that this morning, is thanksgiving and prayer. And we've yeah. often talked about how you can't, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't hold in your head all those worrying and plans and yeah. praying and petitioning at the same time. You know that Philippian yeah. scripture about yeah. not being anxious, and so that's the antidote is giving thanks and yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good, Liv. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that was great. All right, Samuel, what what have you got for us? Okay, um, I was when I asked was asked to come up with a scripture, I actually chose the same one as Carolyn, so I changed tactics, so we would have a different one. <laughs> I um, didn't say you could have had to. No, I, I chose no, to. It's good. Um, yeah. it's and it's, it's <laughs> along a similar vein, and it's it's Matthew 12, 46 to 50. Um, I'm not going to read all of it, but just to sum up, it's the part where Jesus, um, about halfway through his ministry, um, he's sitting with his disciples around him and a whole crowd of people, and he's ministering to them. And his mother and his brothers come to the door and basically interrupt him and say, go and find Jesus, we want to talk to him. And um, Jesus uh, gets this response, you know, There's, your mum and your brothers are outside, they want to talk to you. And he's like, well, who are my mother and my brothers? And he points to his disciples and says, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And for me... Um, this verse, although when I went and researched it a little bit more, is more about not being interrupted by the people who might be seemingly doing the right thing um, and having your best interests at heart. For me, it's more about um, who are my true family. Mm. So I'm really lucky. I have a good family, very loving family, and I'm quite close with them. But they're all at different stages in their journey, everything from 
believing God exists but not having a personal relationship with Jesus, um, through to Bible-believing, spirit-filled. But mm. all of them are at different places along that journey. And there's a, a biblical principle about not allowing a Timothy to speak into your life. Mm. So that's, you know, not allowing someone who's not as far along on the journey to speak into and um, have undue influence in your life. And I've been caught up with this so many times in my past. It's, it's probably a big ticket item there. And I noticed recently that, um, again, I was allowing certain people in my family just to comment here or comment there, nothing too bad, but um, I was allowing it to influence more than I needed to. And I had, you know, I was walking out hike practicing and, and someone just Sorry to interrupt. It. Tell them why you aren't hike oh, practicing. Oh, because I'm hiking um, overseas um, in very, very, very big mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to be able to be fit and ready to be able to go to Everest Base Camp in Nepal. So it's I just wanted to give Sam a shout out for that. There's a <laughs> yeah. couple of people going, so good on so, you. Yeah. Sorry. Someone while I was doing hike practice um, mentioned and just said, hey, you shouldn't be allowing this particular person to have that kind of weight in your life. And it really brought me up and I went, oh, yeah, that's why I've been feeling so cut up about this because someone had made a, an offhand comment and I had let it sink in mm. instead of having my shield up and my guard up. And so, you know, um, in this scripture, it talks about Jesus' true family being those who do the will of his father. Mm. And for me, that's those people that I do life with, the people who are um, pursuing Jesus in everything they do. You guys. <laughs> yes. yes, you guys. Um, and you have earned the right to speak into my life. And... You know, I can't always help what everyone says, but I can help the amount of weight and influence that I put on it. Yeah. So for me, that's been a real challenge that I need to trust, um, you know, what, what the right people are saying and to let slide what those who might be well-intentioned mm -hmm. but are not necessarily in a place to speak yeah. um, for me. So, And that it, takes a lot of wisdom and discernment really as well, hard. isn't it? Because like you say, it happens before you even realise and it's mm -hmm. like often in retrospect you'd be thinking about it and think, oh, hang on, I should have said this or I shouldn't have let that, but you don't often even pick it when it's happening, hey? Especially when it's people who are close to you. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's like, yeah, it, and it's a family, like blood family person. Yeah. And, yeah, and for you, Sam, too, like, to not have that person that you can have with you all the time to go, yeah. hey, Bounce it's, off, it's yeah. okay, you know. So it's awesome mm. that you have us to be able to, you know, yeah. go, hey, no, don't don't listen to that, you know, mm. or, you know, you shouldn't, you know, just to help you. Yeah. So and it's I, a blessing to do life with you. <laughs> and, and I think as well for you, Sam, if I can just say something personal here, but... um. You have, like you, I've watched you over the years and, and I know how you've grown spiritually and the maturity that you have and stuff and you often underestimate that even in yourself, mm. Mm. you know, and, and you have a lot of weight and you've got a lot of discernment and maturity mm. and stuff and I know that you don't always fully even realise and so sometimes, mm. and because you can't as well, those people can talk in and you sort of will take a back seat where you don't have to. I'm not mm. saying engage and fight, whatever, but I know that's one thing that, you know, like, so I would just encourage you that, you know, you are 
in a good place along the journey and you often don't give yourself mm -hmm. that credit and you sort of and, and because you can't you'll let someone that maybe is less spiritually mature mm -hmm. and you don't you know often see where you're actually at thank you yeah that was another thing that that reminds me of something that i was looking in um it, i think it was it was either constable or matthew henry Oh, Matthew Henry, he said, we often meet with hindrances and obstructions in our work by our friends that are about us and are often taken by civil respect from our spiritual con concerns. Those who really wish us and our work well may sometimes by their indiscretion prove our back friends and our impediments to us in our duty, mm. kind of like Peter did. Yeah. Christ said, get behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. And quite often it's people who are well-meaning mm -hmm. that will interrupt our work for God or you know say something that they don't realize is kind of not in line with the scripture or not in line with what God has said of you mm. um, and I think that that for me is the hardest part because you know I may have been at the same level as some of these people in the past but as I've pursued Christ I may very well be ahead of them yeah. in the journey. And they don't recognise And them. I have to recognise that. Yeah. And they don't necessarily yeah. recognise that either. Yeah. And, and can I say another thing, and this is just talking about people in general, not specifically talking about your family, mm. um, but often people don't even actually celebrate. Not everybody that you expect to celebrate your growth and your maturity in Christ and, and you know, revelation and thing you're getting, they don't always, like... And that's a lesson that you learn, that people mm. that sometimes should be championing you sometimes don't, mm. and they yeah. don't actually celebrate it. So, yeah, yeah for reasons of their own or, you know, jealousies or whatever they're dealing with, but that does happen as well. And we don't often expect that, like, because you expect the people closest to you as well to be championing you, and they don't always. Yeah, it's... You know, sometimes a, a deep-seated jealousy too yeah, that they yes. don't realise that they have. And I know I found yeah. that with other people who, um, you know, I, I used to be able to speak into their life and then they've come leaps and bounds in the faith. And I know that occasionally I've caught myself thinking, no, I still want to be able to have that and <laughs> realising, no, they're now a Barnabas. Yeah. And, and having to remind myself, celebrate that. This is really good because anyone who moves closer to Jesus is some, something that I should be celebrating yeah you know and G um, jesus responds in here as well um occasionally i'll do the yo-yo thing where i'll swing the opposite way and go no nope, not gonna allow my family to speak in at all blah 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 yeah. um jesus doesn't dismiss his family mm -hmm. he doesn't disrespect them mm -hmm. he just politely ignores them and goes on with what he knows god <laughs> yeah. wants him to do mm. you know and, and uses it as an opportunity he's putting god's work above his family exactly but but that's where your again your maturity comes into play like you're saying like he, he he you know he doesn't disrespect them but he may just politely ignore them and that's exactly where there's those times where you just got to smile and nod your head and in your head you're thinking well you have no idea of where I'm at and you've got yeah. it all wrong or whatever yeah but often it's not there's no point in saying it it's not the time or place it's just okay you just smile and that's where your maturity comes and I know you know, years ago when I was a lot less mature, I'd want to just prove my point and say, oh, no, but, and sometimes it's just like you just know when to smile and not say anything. Well, God is our defender, you know. Mm. We we don't always have to defend ourselves yeah. in that situation. Sometimes we can just yeah. kind of suck it up and move on and yep. just brush it off. Yep. Um, love overlooks offense that's a scripture that i'm dealing with a lot lately just hard. um <laughs> it is and you know that um 
No, because I used to think, oh, no, that scripture doesn't really apply to me because I always took it as offense would be something major someone did to me. But there's some situations where it's just been little comments all the time or whatever, and it's just like, kati men, kati men. I'm just like, no, I have to just, I'm more mature. I have to overlook that. I have to just, you know, and, and I'm really learning that scripture. So that's the same in there. There yeah. may well come a time where you do have the opportunity yeah. and the right way to speak, speak and say, yeah. hey, when you do this yeah. or say this, this is the, yeah. the outcome, the consequences yeah. of that in my life. And then, you know. Yeah. But until that time comes and until God arranges that that, exactly, yeah. that point, it may not be the right time to say yeah, it. And, yeah. you know, we have to do that. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about with this is that my true family are not just family for life here, mm. but they're actually my family in eternity. Yeah. Mm. So you better luck saying a long time. <laughs> you know, um, as Debbie said before um, or alluded to, you know, I don't have a husband. Mm. And... I know that if I was to ever get married, that person is going to be someone I want to spend eternity in. And so I just want to point Who's out... Who's got to get through us first? <laughs> but I just want to point out Pass to all the, the podcast listeners, if you are in that place where you're actually searching for someone or you might be very content... Um, with your singleness, don't settle for someone who's not going to be there in eternity. Yeah. Do not settle Amen. for someone yeah. who is not a born-again, Bible-believing, spirit-filled yeah. Christian yeah. because you will be in a world of pain. Yeah. yeah. And that's the ask entire you know, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. world of pain. not the entire marriage. I, you know, I, I know from experience that you know, my, my husband was a backslider for a long, long time. And now, like... Even just tonight, we had a small argument before we came before I came here. No surprise, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, about a, one of the scriptures that I'd been looking at, and um, I'm like, I was just, I just wanted his opinion. I didn't want him questioning me about my opinion. I just wanted his opinion. Yeah. But he was like, well, you know, and he was putting it back on me. I'm like, no, I want your opinion. And we're we're having this little tussle, and he's like, no, this is meant to be about your opinion what your opinion on the scripture is. And I, I sort of had that, but that's not what I want. And, you know, we had that. And we we have more of those now because we're jostling for to, to learn more about each other and scripturally, like, yeah. what do you believe about this and, and stuff like that. And if we are saying the same thing differently because I speak differently to him and he mm. speaks differently to me, if we're yeah. saying the same thing but in our own language sort of yeah. thing, he doesn't understand what I'm saying, and I don't understand what he's saying, but we're still saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so there's, there's, a, there's a hope and there's a, you know, that it's not necessarily going to be a world, like a whole marriage of pain, but you're going to, might have to wait a long it's time. It's going to be tough. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but I think that you person were, comes yeah. to the same place in Christ, yeah. if they're not a believer... No, but you, well, you were saying your husband's been a backslider, but like what you saying, I think Sam is like this. Some people get desperate yeah. and yeah. then they yeah. they don't ask the right questions, and they actually get yoked with an unbeliever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That and that's very important, isn't it, to ask the yeah. right questions. And you've had your ups and downs, but it's that generally, you know, you've reached that place of mm. contentment, and then you know. But um, but in that, um, as Deb was saying, I actually am very blessed. Because although I don't have a husband at home, which 
you know, sometimes... There's benefits of that as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me. I, I'm loving The, the arguments with yourself are much easier to win, aren't they? <laughs> there's no pee on the seat. Look, if I mess up the house, it's my mess. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are a lot of benefits. But I don't think I would have been able to be as content mm-hmm. if I didn't have the support of my God family yeah, around me. That mm-hmm. makes you know, because, difference. you know, I... I've been blown away. You know, sometimes I've needed to do yard work and people said, right, we're coming over. We're mm. going to help you. I'm like, okay, come mm. over and help me because I have no idea what we're going to do with this. And then other times I think, no, I can do this one on my own. Mm. But it, it's it's really nice to know that I have that support mm. um, and those people around me who are like-minded mm. who are going to pull me up when I and thinking things that are not necessarily in line with scripture. Mm-hmm. Happened yesterday at gym. I said something and Lena went, hang on, no, this. Mm. And it was great because mm. if I hadn't been pulled up on that, I would have kept going with my own thought mm-hmm. until I heard the Holy Spirit come in and say, hey, no. Mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes he speaks through the God friends that you have around mm-hmm. you who have earned that right to speak into your life. Mm-hmm. So... And I think as well, you know, obviously as well, a big part in your contentment is um, that you are fully submitted, like you've surrendered your your life to God and, you know, you've submitted to his will and, yeah, you have your times, but, you know, at the core of you, you have, and and I think that's the big thing as well, if you can submit to what his plan is for your life and, you know, for the stage of your life, then that's, yeah, it helps, so, good. I think I was thinking about, that as well, you know, like the reason that made me think about, you know, having that husband to bounce off um, in my situation where, you know, I'm similar sort of situation as you, Sam, with family being at different stages along the journey and um, to the point where biblically I've had to cut one of my family members and my husband's had to do the same thing. And he's seen different family. Well, his family aren't Christians at all, um, except for one that has has made a decision. Um, but yeah, like we have both come to a point where we've gone. You know what? You know who our real family is yeah. is exactly that. It's the ones who do the will of our Father in heaven. Yeah. Um, they're our brother and sister and mother and yeah, and so. That for us has been huge. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess for you know anyone out there who is finding themselves alone and finding that you know their family are not on their side, you know, they're, and they're wanting to progress and get closer to God and and do the will of God. Look for those if you're not already in a church where you are surrounded by those who are doing the will of God alongside you, mm. you need to find some of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like, um, you know, the same blood is thicker than water, and I say, yes, the blood of Jesus. It is. Yes. It's thicker yeah. than water, and that's yeah. your, your family, yeah. I think as the world gets more uncertain too, like our godly family is so much more important. Mm-hmm. Like even your blood family, you know, when, when push comes to shove, they're not going to be there kind of thing and they're not going to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. Only you can do that and you need to have that community of believers 
mm. around you. Yeah. The word actually tells us mm. that blood family is going to betray you. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, Matthew twelve thirty says, "Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters." Yeah. And in Matthew ten thirty seven to thirty eight says, "Anyone who loves their father or their mother mm. more than me is not worthy of me." Mm. Gee, there, mm. big word. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Mm -hmm. I know that David had preached at one point um, in South Africa about that scripture that you talked about and, and, and he sort of was talking about trying to explain it as it's sort of tantamount to, he used the word hate and someone got really offended, but he, he wasn't saying Jesus is telling you to hate your family, but yeah. he is trying to show you that like, your love for him must be so above whatever your love for anyone else that it's almost like that comparison, mm. you know, like yeah. totally sold up for him. Yeah. 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 That's really good, Sam. And I'm finding I love like, um, you know, when we looked at live scripture and then thinking back about the scriptures that we did in previous podcasts, I just love how the Holy Spirit, again, everything just all flows in. Yeah. Um, you know, about surrounding yourself with the right people and not being anxious. We had a lot of that in the last podcast yeah. as well, just how all the scriptures really flow into each other. All right, so that was great. So we'll end there. Thank you for listening. And if you want to, I don't know, I, don't, I haven't got Lena here, you see, she normally does this end, but if you want to contact us, www.lifehalfandhouse.net. Thank you. Bye. See ya.